Well, hello, hello once again. It is Arctic Eric. This is Fika with Arctic Eric. Thanks for joining me. I know you have a busy life. And therefore, it makes me appreciate all the more that you're willing to take a few minutes with me here. Oh, it's wonderful. I'm not at the kitchen table, however. I'm still at a patient hotel across from a large hospital here in Sweden where uh, I'll be operated on to have a tumor removed from my neck, in fact, tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to a successful result in that. But earlier today, uh, the thought just came to me, and it's this. It's not about you measuring up. It's about God filling you up. Let me say that again. It's not about you measuring up. It's about God filling you up. What do we mean by measuring up? Well, it can mean to compare well to someone or something. We'll often say that this person or that person just doesn't measure up. We can even use that phrase when when having a meal. This meal doesn't measure up to my expectations. And of course, we grow up in a world where we are measured. We're measured uh, even in the family context. Your brother runs faster than you do. Your sister paints much better than you do. And in school, your brother's so much better in math, you just don't measure up at all. Or in sports, likewise, at work, and unfortunately, even in other situations, such as church. So many Christians feel like, I just don't measure up. I'm not as holy, I'm not as pure, I'm not as right, I'm not like they are. And that's, that's just a bondage, because that is totally a humanistic way of looking at things. And of course, we are humans, and we live in a fallen world filled with fallen humans, and we're fallen ourselves apart from the portion of us that's been regenerated by the Holy Spirit, born again, and the portions of our thinking that have been transformed by the Word of God. But listen, I want to say, it's not about you measuring up or attempting to measure up, but it's about God filling you up. Listen now. You've probably heard it a hundred times before. It's from Hebrews chapter 4 and says, the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, the soul, and the immortal spirit, and of the joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. You see that? Judging the thoughts and purposes of the heart. Not whether or not we measure up in activities or appearance, but the thoughts and purposes of the heart. Now listen to this. Paul is, is writing to the church in his second letter to the church in Corinth. He says, Not that we have the audacity to venture to class or even to compare ourselves with some who exalt and furnish testimonies for themselves. However, when they measure themselves with themselves and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding and behaving unwisely. So that means whether I do it toward myself, comparing myself to others, or others are doing it, causing me to compare myself to others. What does he say here? That's without understanding, and that's behaving unwisely. 
And the Holy Spirit has come to change not only our thoughts, but our character and our very behaviors. So let's look here now at Scripture, knowing that the Word of God is going to go in and do some surgery today to carve out of you things that have been spoken over you, things that you've spoken to yourself, and set you free to know what I said in the beginning, that it's not about you measuring up. It's about God filling you up. Now listen to this. Luke chapter 6, verse 21. Blessed, happy, filled with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, apart from your outward condition, and to be envied are those who hunger and seek with eager desire now, for you shall be filled and completely satisfied, blessed, happy with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, get ready now, apart from your outward condition, and to be envied are you who weep and sob now, for you shall laugh. In the book of Acts, the writer says, and the disciples, we're disciples, the disciples were continually filled throughout their souls with joy and the Holy Spirit. We're followers of Jesus. We're disciples. God's Spirit in us wants to continually fill us, wants to permeate and flood our souls, our mind, our will and emotion with joy and the Holy Spirit. Not comparative thinking, not thoughts that have been spoken to us, but this, these scriptures want to destroy those strongholds in our mind. May God do it now in Jesus' name. Let's continue in Romans. Now, may the God of your hope, yes, we have our hope in God, may the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. We don't need comparative thoughts. We need to be filled to overflowing. We need to bubble over with hope. And Christ is our hope. He has begun a good work in you today. He will complete it. In Romans, Paul goes on to write, Personally, I'm satisfied about you, my brethren, that you yourselves are rich in goodness amply filled with all spiritual knowledge and competent to admonish and counsel and instruct one another also. Paul was not looking at their individual personal competence and comparing them to others. He was looking at the fact that the Holy Spirit, God himself by his Spirit, had filled them amply with all that was necessary. Let God fill you today and drive out those comparative thoughts. Stop comparing yourself and stop letting others compare you. You're the only you. You're the apple of God's eye. In Ephesians, what an incredible epistle. Paul is praying that you and that I may really come to know practically through experience for ourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled through all your being unto the fullness of God, may have the riches measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. I say again to you, it's not about you measuring up. It's about God filling you up. You say, what do I do? 
Well, how do you get a glass of water? You open your mouth and you pour it in. So you open your mouth to the Lord and you say, fill me, Lord. Father, you declare that there's a river of life in me, the person of the Holy Spirit. I want him to fill me and wash me and cleanse me and encourage me. I want it today, Lord, because it's your good will. In Ephesians chapter 4, yet grace, God's unmerited favor was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, but in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and bounteous gift. It's about Christ's generosity to you. It's not about your performance. It's not about your prayers. It's not about your daily Bible reading. It's not about going to church meetings. It's not about anything you do. It's about the one on the inside of you that began a good work and wants to do it in accordance with Scripture. Well, for sure, Christians spend time in the Word of God to see what God has done and what God will do and what God wants to do today. Christians do gather together, but they're not Christians because they gather together. God draws us into fellowship. It can be at a kitchen table. It can be at a cafe. It can be anywhere. It can be in a building, any kind of building. It's not about the building. We're the temple of God, and he is building us into a holy temple for himself. In Ephesians 4, we read, He who descended is the very same one as he also ascended high above the heavens, that he, his presence, might fill all things in the whole universe, from the lowest to the highest. So whether you see yourself low or high, he'll lift the low and he'll pull down the high, and he wants you to know it's all about him, and the one it's all about is on the inside of you to do his good, perfect, and acceptable will. Paul goes on to say, that it might develop until we attain the oneness in the faith and the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God that we might arrive at really mature manhood, the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, and the completeness found in him. Where is this maturity found? Where is this completeness found? Where is the standard met? In Jesus Christ. You are in him, and he is in you, and he is at work in you. Let's continue here. We all know this verse, I would guess, Ephesians 5.18. Paul's saying, don't get drunk with wine, but ever, continually, always be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Not filled and stimulated with emotion and intellectual thinking. Not with good thoughts about yourself or bad thoughts about yourself, but God thoughts about yourself. Not what others say or think or feel about you, But what does God say? He's not a man. He cannot lie. He'll tell you the truth. In Philippians, Paul says that you might abound in and be filled with the fruits of righteousness, of right standing with God and right doing, which come through Jesus Christ, the anointed one, to the honor and praise of God, that his glory may be both manifested and recognized. What in the world? It says that Christ, the anointed one, does these things. He abounds in you. He explodes in you. And he fills you with the fruits of righteousness because he is the righteous one. Because in him, you have right standing with God right now. It doesn't matter what anybody says about that. The word of God is true. Let every man be called a liar. God is true. He is not a man. He cannot lie. And he's telling you today 
It's about Jesus on the inside of you. He goes on in Philippians to say, And my God, your God, my Father, and your Father, if you've been born again, then God is more than the God who created you. He is your heavenly Father, and that Father will liberally, abundantly supply you, fill you to the full, every need, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Not whether you think you measure up or not, or whether you're worthy. Listen, his mercy and his grace are more than enough. It's not our personal holiness or worthiness. Worthy is the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the earth for you and for me. We're worthy because we're in him, and he's worthy. He's righteous. He's whole. He's pure. For this reason, we also, from the day we heard of it, have not ceased to pray and make special requests for you, asking that you, not your neighbor, not your, you, that you might be filled with the full, deep, clear knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom, in comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God, and in understanding and discernment of spiritual things. Listen, the word of God will help us discern all of this garbage out there that puts a cloud over us. I'm talking to you right now. We just break that cloud over you. God says, What he has begun is more than enough. He will complete what he began. You only compare yourself to Scripture. And when you compare yourself to Scripture and you see you fall short, you throw up your hands, you surrender and say, Oh God, I need you to work in my life. I need these things, Bible verses, to be real in me. Holy Spirit, you're the doer. Because in him, you're made full And you've come to the fullness of life in Christ. You too are filled with the Godhead. You are filled with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you're reaching that spiritual stature. Because he is the head of the rule and authority over every angelic principality and power. He's the king. He's the Lord. He's the boss. He's your your Lord, your king, your savior. Let him rule and reign as Lord in your life today. Titus 2.14 who gave himself on your behalf that he might redeem you, purchase your freedom from all iniquity and purify him for himself, a people to be particularly his own, people who are eager and enthusiastic about living a life that is good and filled with beneficial deeds. I hope you're encouraged today. I hope the Holy Spirit is helping you realize it's not about you measuring up to anything or anyone, not comparing yourself to anyone, but to saying, Holy Spirit, Father God, Spirit of Jesus Christ, Spirit of grace, fill me to overflowing. Cause these Bible verses to wash and cleanse my thinking so that I begin to think your thoughts and not my own nor anyone else's. The Lord bless you, and the Lord keep you, is my prayer for you right now this day in Jesus' name. Good day.